Ugh, I'm so sick of your kids. <laughs> That's right, it's me, Eric, from YourRealityRecaps.com, bringing back our Real Housewives audio blogs for this season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, Season 7. Now, for those of you that don't know, basically, I don't like to read. I like to be read to, and I think everyone else feels the same way, which is why I'm reading you the Bravo blogs from the ladies each week as they put them out. Now, look. They don't put them out frequently. So while we're going to try and make this a regular podcast coming out on the same time each week, just remember that I'm a slave to the ladies. So once they put out stuff, you'll be getting one of these every single week. Now, where can you see this and listen to it? Of course, on iTunes. And if you are, do us a favor, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. These shows will also be archived on our website, Your Reality Recap com slash bravo. Now, if you guys want an amazing way to help support our shows, consider becoming a patron. YourRealityRecaps.com slash patron. You get access to the patron-only group on Facebook. You get shows just for patrons weekly, prize giveaways for patrons, and your questions asked to reality stars when they come on our shows. Of course, you guys know we are live every single night of the week over on YouNow at YouNow.com slash reality recaps. Of course, it is Big Brother season currently, so that is what we are mainly focusing on. And if you are a Big Brother fan, I don't know why you are not over there checking out all our Big Brother content. But that's not all we do. So feel free to peruse our website, yourrealityrecaps.com, and see all of the amazing shows, content, videos, live streams, reality star guests that we have on all the time. Another great way you can help support our shows is if you're doing any Amazon shopping, go to yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon. Or if you just want to make a one-time donation to help us keep bringing you all of this content, consider doing so at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal. Now, we have so much to get to from this week's Real Housewives of New Jersey that I think we need to jump right Right into it with our first blog. And it's from Dolores called Sometimes I Feel Like I'm Living in a Zoo. Well, that's just because Teresa looks like a monkey, but whatever. I mean, the hairline. Come on. You guys know what I'm talking about. Anyway, back to Dolores. I hope you're all enjoying watching this week's episode as much as I did. You get a glimpse of what it's like for me to be Gabby's mom, one of my two greatest achievements in life. The other, of course, is my son Frankie. Uh, sweet baby Jesus, I love that. Mm, I love Frankie. Nobody tell me how old he is, so I don't know if that's appropriate or inappropriate yet. Thanks to my Gabby, sometimes I feel like I'm living in a zoo. Not just because the house can get a little crazy at times, like an actual zoo, but because Gabby is studying pre-veterinary medicine and animal biosciences at the University of Delaware with a major in human development and family studies. Proud mama over here, can you tell? She's always been an animal lover and has brought home quite a few interesting visitors in the years. Chinchillas, three-legged guinea pigs, numerous dogs, ferrets, birds, gerbils, just to name a few. And I'm going to just say on behalf of myself, how do you know when you have no storyline and nothing else to talk about when you talk about your daughter's gerbils? Just the thought. Nobody cares. 
We get it. You like your kid. Ooh, you want an award? But P.S. I'm doing this at like midnight. <laughs> I'm in a mood. So this will be good. As I mentioned in my last blog, throughout my whole life, I've always been, I've always put everyone else's needs before mine. In my younger years, I put all of my energy into my marriage and my family. I relied on my ex-husband, not just for money, but for having a life. I grew up watching relationships with those around me and wanted all they had. I watched my father provide for my mother and my family, and my mother cared for us all the best she could. When my husband left me pregnant with a little one at my side, everything blew up in my face. I didn't know how I could go on, but I had to be strong for my kids. I had no choice. If you're a parent, I'm sure you feel me on this one. We all want better for our kids because of everything that we went through. I didn't want my daughter to be reliant on anyone. I love my life. I'm grateful for everything I have, but I can't help but wish I could turn my back and receive a better education sometimes too. All of the struggles I've gone through in my life were because I didn't have an adequate education to fall back on. It was important to me that Gabby learn from my mistakes. I want more than anything for her to be able to be self-sufficient and not rely on anyone else for money or her own happiness. I hope you can all learn from my experiences and struggles, and that's why I'm laying it all out there for you. Watch me grow and grow with me. Ladies, don't ever put your happiness in anyone else's hands. What I'm learning now is that only you can complete yourself. Everything else in life is just icing on the cake. XOXO, Dolores. And I agree. I mean... It's what other people think of you is nobody's business. And if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? But let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Because we have to move on to our next blog from Siggy Flicker called My Kids and I Made a Huge Breakthrough. Oh my God, again with the kids, we don't care. Here we go. Missing Italy, but it feels so good to be back in Jersey. Michael and I are getting settled back into our daily lives, feeling refreshed and renewed, and my Sophie came home from camp this weekend. Despite the crazy heat and humidity we've been experiencing in the Garden State, life is good. This week's episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey was an emotional one for me to watch. Not only did I cry watching my interaction with my children, it was difficult for me to see my puffy face on TV. Oh, my God, I look like the elephant man. It took a while for the swelling to go down after my facelift, and I'm thankful that's all over with. Now, let's move on to more important things. Well, first of all, obviously it's important to you. You started off your blog with it. Number two, if you would have heard anything Dolores just said, basically, if I was your kid reading this blog, I would have taken away from it that looks are what's most important. But no, 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 Siggy, relationship expert. Let's see what else you have to say. I think my kids and I made a huge breakthrough during the trip to the diner. I'd really been doing my best to tone down the talking and listen to what Josh and Sophie have to say. However, there certainly won't be any caving in on my end when it comes to parenting beliefs or doling out some tough love when necessary. Even my ex-husband Mark and I get along very well. In case you didn't know, he was the best man in the wedding to Michael. I guess that's the current husband. P.S. That's creepy. Whether we know or not, it's creepy and it's weird. 
like, hey, your turn. Hey, you want to? Hey, I, uh, I was, I was in that. Now it's your turn. Hey, I made babies with that. Let's see how many you can make. It's weird. Anyway, being divorced parents isn't easy. I'm sure many single moms can relate to that fact. Since the kids spend the majority of their time in my home, I find myself being the main disciplinary and the only one that, and the one that has to do most of the parental dirty work. Okay, I'm confused. How many marriages did you have? Now you're back to single mom. So there was the first Mark and then there was Michael. Clearly you have a thing for M's. Okay, back to her. Mark wants to enjoy the time he has with them, so there aren't any chores or many rules in his home, which honestly I can't blame him for. Because of this, I find myself being the bad guy. If that's the way it has to be for now, then so be it. Here's hoping one day Josh and Sophie will understand where I'm coming from and appreciate everything I've done for them. While my When my children are parents one day, I have confidence that they'll understand why I've taken those phones away and prohibited them from doing certain things that they think are, quote, cool. To me, a good education is the most important thing. Hanging with your friends and knowing what they're doing every second of each day is not going to get them into a good college. I want my children to be independent and not rely on anyone for money or security. Making schoolwork a priority is the key to making this happen. Being a parent is finding the fine line between our kids um, and what they want to do and letting them figuring it out for themselves, but also not wanting to make them make the same mistakes that we've made along the way. I'm still learning. We're all always learning. Here's to continual self-improvement and being the best we can be. Siggy. Okay, here's what Eric wants. I want the blogs not to be about the kids anymore. You need to start making some drama, okay? Sicky, we get it. Peace and love and hope and love and peace and kindness and love. You're the best. I would like some drama. I'm not feeling your kumbaya peace. This is Jersey. If we want, like, spiritual, we'll go over to Orange County and we'll do some cupping with Shannon. Fight already. Do it. Fight. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Siggy. Let me know what you think in the comment section below, because we got to move on to the next blog. <laughs> Which is from Melissa, and it is called, This episode gave me a lot of clarity. This week's episode was enlightening for me. I enjoyed watching all of our children and seeing the real struggles and proud moments every parent goes through. We really do have the best kids. For the love of God, I swear, I swear to God, with the damn children. They are not our future anymore. It doesn't take a village of them either. I would like to talk about the Real Housewives of New Jersey and not you stupid little snot-nosed children. I don't understand what the point of children are. Is it to be little chefs and maids? Then I get it. Otherwise, we get, they're precious. They came out of your vaginas, not ours. I don't even have a vagina, allegedly. Back to Melissa. Watching Antonia, Gino, and Joey totally rock the runway for Fashion Week was such a great moment to relive. Being in the spotlight up on the runway takes a lot of courage, and they did amazing to look so adorable. Um, okay, here's the deal. Doesn't take courage to walk, uh, to walk. No, nope, I'm going to go with no, no courage. Fighting in a war, naked public speaking, being on a reality show for people to rip you apart. Things that take courage. Walking, not one of them. Which is all me, Eric, speaking, by the way. Let's go back to Melissa. 
Very proud of my children, especially Gino, who is more on the shy side. Antonia is a natural, and Joey has so much swagger. He was just born with it. It meant a lot to me to have Teresa and Melania there to cheer and support the kids. And how cute was little Joey at dinner? He really is the sweetest little boy. My kids are all heart. They feel the truth, and they really felt the love that night, and you could see it at dinner. Okay, I'm agreeing with Melissa. That was very cute with the kid. I really love watching Dolores and Siggy's family dynamics. Well, you're the only one. Their kids are way older than mine, and it's refreshing and a little scary to think all too soon I'll be dealing with what they're going through. Siggy and Sophie's struggle over her cell phone is something that I think almost every parent can relate to. Every parent in this century, my parents didn't. We still had beepers when I was in high school. Cell phones weren't even a thing. Basically wasn't even social media. God, I'm so glad I was in school nowadays. Anyway, God bless her for putting her foot down. I will probably be doing the same thing with Antonia in the next couple of years. I also have to say how impressed I was of Dolores' daughter. She is smart and compassionate, and I think her pursuing veterinary medicine is a perfect fit. Dolores has a great family, and her son Frankie is going to be a total heartbreaker. Oh my god, he is already. Finally, Teresa's dinner at Jacqueline's house. I've always heard two sides of the story of what actually happened that night, and watching this episode gave me a lot of clarity on what was actually said. I'm not going to address it now, as you'll soon find out in next week's episode what my true feelings are. So, thanks for watching. Until next week, lots of love. Melissa. Yes, Melissa, we all know. You're Team Teresa, because you have to be. I mean, I don't blame you. It's your family. And if you want to mend the family, the only thing you can do is have blind faith for that ogre, Teresa. Who clearly has not changed at all. And did not, by the way, also write a blog this week. But whatever. You let me know what you think in the comment section below on our website about uh, Melissa this week and everything as we move on to our next uh, Bravo blog. <laughs> now, strap in, because this is going to be a goodie. It's from Jacqueline. It's also like a, a small novel, but, you know, this this is what we live for. This is why we love our Jacqueline. It's also the last Bravo blog, because like I said, uh, Melissa, and, I mean, Teresa, nobody else did any this week. But before I let you guys know what Jacqueline said. I just want to tell you this in case you didn't know. It is now officially August 20th. There is 10 days left for you to help us out. So if you haven't, can you please, please, please take a few minutes, it'll be five or less, and check out yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon video. Basically, I recorded a two-minute video, three minutes, explaining to you guys exactly what you need to do to help us out with Amazon. All you're doing is signing up for some free trials. If you have Amazon Prime, it's super easy. It's literally just clicking buttons, and it doesn't cost you guys anything. You can cancel within seven days and pay nothing. But for us, it 
helps us tremendously. It will help us get the computer that we need to keep doing these shows and all of the content we provide on our website. Uh, Just everything it costs to keep our shows up and running. So if you guys could, I would really, really appreciate it. There's only 10 uh, more days left. It is only good for the month of August. So uh, I just I I'm begging is what I'm saying. I'm begging. I can't express to you how much we need you guys to do this. You can do as many trials as you want. We get credit for as many as you do. And like I said, if you cancel within seven days, you literally pay nothing, but it will be life changing for us. I could probably move into a mansion house like on uh, the Bravo Housewives of Jersey. By mansion house, I mean maybe I could uh, live in the computer box that we end up getting and maybe get like a cup of noodles shrimp version. Okay, anyway, you guys get the point. Anyway, it's surrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon video to watch the video and just five minutes out of your life can really help us change ours. So now back and I'm sick. Do you even hear how sick I am? It's midnight and I'm doing this for you. Go click on some links for me. Okay, shut up, Eric. Let's go back to Jacqueline and her blog called Is She Delusional or In Denial or Both? It's both. Spoiler alert, it's both. Episode five, moving right along. And now you're all witnessing the birth of the little colonel. It's looking good, isn't it? You're all right now. You're witnessing the birth of the little colonel. Oh, oh, my God. What the hell is she talking about? Kentucky Fried Chicken, Colonel Sanders. I get it's their popcorn line. I get it. It's looking good, isn't it? BLK Beverages is finally well on its way to selling nationally and internationally now in so many countries. But it took years to build up and expand the company. She might as well say dot 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 with the show being off for years. It's been impossible for us to sell anything. Now it shows back on. No problem. Meanwhile, we had a child diagnosed with autism as well as many other unexpected expenses. We have a lot to maintain. The difference in income took us a few years. The difference in income took a few years to catch up with us. The last couple of years was very difficult to juggle everything. We cut back where we could. We still have some catching up to do, but we never gave up. We have been working hard and we're well on our way. The future is looking bright. What I love most about the Little Colonel is their desire to give back to others in need. Clearly, the company has just launched, and it's already making a difference in people's lives. Go check them out at thelittlecolonel.com. We thank you for your continued support. Okay, we get it. Uh, Another kid and autism. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm totally kidding. Um, Back to uh, what's-her-face, Jacqueline. I know Joe Gorga wasn't being malicious when he said he felt bad that my child isn't healthy like their kids. But I do want him and others to know that just because my child has autism doesn't mean he isn't healthy. Yes, some people with autism have challenging behaviors and medical problems, but please don't discount the many wonderful things they offer and contribute to this world. Nicholas brings us so much joy and love into our lives. He's extremely intelligent. Even with the challenges, he makes us smile every day. 
We don't want people to pity our family or our child. We just want acceptance. The key to autism is acceptance, education, and understanding. For those who don't know, autism is a a developmental neurological disorder that appears within the first three years of life. It affects the brain's normal development of social and communication skills, which affects a child's ability to interact, communicate, relate, play, imagine, and learn. They also could exhibit some self-stimulation and repetitive behaviors as well. But they're always capable of learning, and they do love. Okay, on a serious note, autism is very serious. There are tons of charities that you guys can donate to, um, and it is a really serious um, issue. So I am glad that they can bring light uh, to this within all of the drama. And now I'm excited to get to some of the drama. Back to Jacqueline. I was excited about having Teresa and Joe over dinner. I wanted us all to enjoy each other and have a good time like the good old days. I was hopeful we were on the right track to repairing the friendships that we all had with each other. I couldn't wait for them to see how my kids had grown. Teresa hasn't been around Nick since his diagnosis four years ago. It made me feel good to see Teresa was so great with my kids, and I was proud to show them off. The night was off to a good start. I wanted to keep this light and fun. I wanted to start creating some new positive memories. And as soon as the guys are comic relief separated from us, the tension between Teresa and I began. I really wish you could have seen everything that was said, but you can't squeeze everything into one episode. I felt that Teresa had started poking at me right away. It was her typical blame shift game with a few jabs here and there. Teresa kept bringing up the past and how she felt she was always wronged by everyone, but she conveniently forgot and took no accountability for what she had said and done to others. I remember one of the things she was bringing up was that Melissa did it to her while I defended Melissa and reminded Teresa of things that she did to Melissa. I quickly became annoyed by Teresa's lack of accountability, and I became agitated. Think you could see it in my face and hear it in my voice. Teresa may have been on her own island at one time, but I believe she put herself there. Nobody intentionally ganged up on her. We had our own separate issues with Teresa, and one had nothing to do with another's. Although, there was some undeniable similarities we all experienced with Teresa's behavior. On the night of my deck combo with Teresa, I honestly had no idea Caroline was coming over. Teresa and I had been on the deck talking for hours prior to Caroline coming over. I had not planned at all for her to come over. I feel like Teresa should have known that. I am a one-on-one kind of girl. Everyone knows how I roll. I don't need backup. I can hold my own. Somebody play back the tape. and Don't get it twisted. Teresa's the one who first brought up her brother, although I did notice the spin she tried to put on it. It bothered me because Teresa knew I was currently good friends with her brother, just as I was two years ago, so I couldn't figure out why she was trying to cause a problem between him and I by saying that her brother did not trust me two years ago, especially when, according to Joe, he didn't say what Carissa claimed he said. That was clearly Teresa's interpretation of what he said, and I was, and it was raising a red flag to me when Teresa said at that time, because it was supposed, supposedly during the same time frame where her brother was telling me that Teresa wasn't really my friend, and she had really never forgiven me for the night on my deck. 
in retrospect, I did and still do believe that all to be true. Well, of course it is. Teresa's a freaking liar, and she never thought in a million years that you would call Joe. And oh my God, that was the best. <laughs> Literally the best. That was some big brother house meeting bullshit right there. Jacqueline was like, let's just call your brother and find out what the truth is. And the look on Teresa's face was like, uh, uh, mm, uh, but you know, I've always said she's a sociopath. So sociopaths know how to handle situations like those. And she handled it well. Uh, a sociopath's go-to is, oh, I didn't understand. I was confused. I don't know. what. Uh, I mean, I totally knew when I said it as fact and lied to your face about it two seconds ago. But now that you're proving me wrong, I'm just, uh, I'm so confused. and I don't know. Eat a dick. I just, I'm sorry. Uh, Teresa is never going to change. Anyway, back to Jacqueline. I decided to call Joe Gorga on the spot because I wasn't willing to play the he said, she said game. I felt that Joe and I were close enough as friends that I could just call him directly as I have in the past. I I spontaneously decided to go straight to the source. I believe this was the only way the truth would come out and I wouldn't continue to get twisted through the grapevine later. If Joe Gorga had in fact said to me, uh, had in fact said about me to Teresa two years ago while Joe and I were supposedly friends, I felt I need to reevaluate my friendship with him, and I'm glad he cleared that up. Never said. As for Teresa and her brother, it's no secret they didn't have a great relationship two years ago. It shouldn't matter what each said about each other two years ago or they were at war. The point is that they are good now. Nothing servicing from the past should ever be an issue between them now. They started over with a clean slate and a fresh start. I didn't even consider in the moment that it could be an issue now. And look, it wasn't. Joe and Teresa both confirmed everything was fine. I'm sincerely happy things are good with them, and I hope it stays that way. But now our jabs are going back and forth. Back to the tabloid drama, Teresa told me she was getting paid to put out articles. Good for her. Good for making some extra money. I didn't care about that. I only cared when she was throwing the rest of us under the bus in those articles and in her books while she was doing it. I did, however, care to know if the stories in the tabloids were true or not about my friend. I worry about my friends because I care about them. I never knew which stories were the ones Teresa put out or which were the ones that were true or not true because Teresa wouldn't talk about it. How would she expect me to know what's real or not or expect me not to worry about my friend and not wonder if my friend uh, would open up in the tabloids but not to me? You all know that if you saw a crazy tabloid heading about your friend, you would ask them about it. It's common sense and it's human nature. Let's just be real. Teresa, trying to bring up my husband's legal issues involving his old company, was forced in that was forced into a corporate bankruptcy in comparison to her and Joe's criminal case was totally ludicrous to me. She's always trying to shift the spotlight onto someone else. There's absolutely no comparison. One does not remotely compare to the other. I had always talked openly about my husband's company bankruptcy. Go back and watch the season for Reunion to see where I brought it up and talked openly about it. There was no reason for Teresa to ask me questions about it because I told her and everyone else I knew every everything I knew about it. The point was I was trying to make by saying that Chris and I didn't file personal fraudulent bankruptcy, besides being true, was the difference that I had to find out about Teresa's legal issues and the possibility of her going to jail through a tabloid that she may or not have put out 
herself. Had I put my business in the media and it was as bad as hers, I would have never said anything to her. I'm sure she would have just asked me about it. If not, I would have probably felt insulted. How was I to know that all of the crazy articles Teresa admittedly put it out herself that this one particular tabloid story wasn't one of hers? I'm not supposed to worry if it's true or ask questions, ever. It's just bizarre. Then Teresa hit with the low blow by saying that her real friends knew what was going on and knew not to ask her anything about it because they all knew it wasn't true. And I should have just known that it wasn't true also. Wait, what? Clearly it was true. Is she delusional or in denial or both? All of the above. She has also led me to believe that I was one of her real friends. So I guess, ouch? Anyway, I'm not sure how a tabloid knew all of this and she didn't. I'm sure she must have had a clue at that time, but whatever. Doesn't matter now, I guess. According to Teresa, I'm supposed to know when she isn't lying. Well, since when? Her track record isn't the, gra- isn't the best. The whole thing is ludicrous. And yes, I get snarky when I'm angry. Who doesn't? Don't lie. You all live in those moments while watching reality TV shows. Why? Because you can relate. So don't act like you give compliments out when you're angry. I'm not buying it. Although I still love you. I guess I had a little nerve with Teresa when I called her out because that's when Teresa wanted to, quote, run away. When I said she was blaming everyone for her going away, I was talking about what I had seen and heard on Watch What Happens Live when Joe Judice, Teresa's voice, blamed Joe Gorga and his sister for her being in jail. And she had also blamed Melissa for coming on the show and talking bad about her, which she believes painted a bad picture of her that swayed the judge's opinion of her, which helped put her in jail. And if you haven't heard the latest news, she's also now blaming her attorney for handing her case for handling her case wrong, which she believes put her in jail. That's all I meant by it. So much for accountability. Um, so much for accountability. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the fact that she's blaming the attorney now. Um, so much for Teresa taking accountability for once, for something, for anything. Unfortunately, I had not felt that prison changed her. This was upsetting and disappointing to me. And with that, Teresa and Joe left. But not before Joe left us some wine and fabulous prosciutto. The end. Stay tuned to see what happens next week because it might surprise you. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to surprise me, but look, here's the deal. I am glad our Jacqueline was able to get that all off her chest. Clearly, that is what she has been holding in for four years. And I think if we've learned anything, if you are a housewife that talks about your kids and how amazing they are and vets and that you like to decorate and that you don't know how to talk to your kids, you don't last in this franchise long. So Jacqueline is just playing the game. (laughs) Well, that about wraps up our Real Housewives of New Jersey audio blogs for this week. Now, don't forget, if you love what we're doing, well, we need your support. Consider making a one-time donation over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal, or even better yet, becoming a patron at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And if you are listening on iTunes, a five-star rating and a nice review really is a great free way to help support our shows. It's the least you freeloaders.
donors could do. But again, the patron uh, group gives you access to the patron-only group, kind of self-explanatory, and special shows weekly just for patrons, as well as prize giveaways and so much more. But it and PayPal donations are what keeps us up and running. We can't do these shows without your support, so if you like them, consider supporting us the best way you can, for free or with a monetary donation. We will see you guys all next week. Check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody.